Hello and welcome to Half and Half, a podcast that connects people through creativity. I'm your host, Danny Vanderbrook, a Hong Kong-based writer and teacher of world literature. I'm excited to be here and share the many voices of our enthusiastic and rich art scene here in Hong Kong. Each week we deal with a philosophical question related to the arts and explore the thoughts of our guests in relation to their own craft. You may have detected a bit of a Bollywood flavour to our intro music this week, and that's because I'm pleased to interview Kritika Kumar, a Bollywood dancer and choreographer who also is a founder of her own YouTube channel called Kairos. The question that we're going to explore today is that relationship between the artist and their work and how it progresses and develops over time. I'm here today with dancer and choreographer Kritika Kumar. So welcome to the show. Hi, Danny. Thank you. No problem. You run your own YouTube channel called Kairos. Yes. Yeah? Great. And and I've had the pleasure of looking at some of the dancing on there. I loved it. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and and also about the name Kairos? Yeah, sure. Because it's an interesting choice of name. Yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed the content. Uh, I started this about one and a half years ago, and although I'd been thinking about it. For more than two years before I launched, yeah, dance has been something which has been super close to me. I've always danced from the time I was a kid to competitive dancing to teaching my friends around me to actually taking professional classes across the board. It's always been there, but there was something I wanted to do bigger with it and showcase what I feel about dance to everyone, and that's how I decided to launch my YouTube channel. Uh, the name is in particular. So Kairos is a Greek word, yeah. which means the perfect, delicate moment uh, where it's the rightness of time where you take action. Um, for me, dance has been like that. It's come to me at times when I was maybe not taking the right decisions or maybe not doing things because I just planned them but never executed them. Mm. But with dance, whenever I danced, things just happened. So that's kind of why I thought that. That would be a good name for it. Yeah, yeah, nice. So the 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 prime moment to take action. Yeah, that's kind of what it means. Yeah, that's great, and it really ties into our focal question today as well. This idea of an artist's relationship with their work over time and how it how it develops and changes. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite stories, and I still don't know how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I was looking for jobs after my MBA, and I was in a space where I had to really find um, a full-time opportunity pretty fast. Yeah, uh, just because you know how Hong Kong is, and um, it wasn't it wasn't working out, and I was just in this space that oh, I need to go for interviews, talk to as many people, and figure this out. And then this friend of mine, he's a really good friend of mine, he came to me and he said, hey, my company is doing a Bollywood dance and uh, will you choreograph it? And I was like, the first thing I was like, yeah, I mean, I am very capable of doing this (laughs) and enjoy doing it. But just I had to take some time to think about it because it meant... um, taking out a lot of hours to Mm. help them prepare and make a good show out of it because if I take on anything I want it to be a good show yeah and then I also had to look for opportunities so I thought about it and then I was like yeah sure I'll do it and um, there was another friend who helped out as well yeah Um, but eventually we did it and what happened is during one of the practices 
the manager came to watch how we were doing <laughs> and to this day he tells me he was impressed with my dancing and that's why he started talking to me oh wow asked for my cv asked me for lunch the next in the next week and then before i knew it he thought my profile matched the client so well and i got through the other rounds as well i had three rounds of interviews that's so funny <laughs> yeah right and i got the job <laughs> on the basis for your bollywood moves but i mean you did have an mba <laughs> so <laughs> yes i did <laughs> i did have an mba and i did have experience which matched what the client was looking okay. for okay but it's just how you find the people um serendipity <laughs> serendipity kairos <laughs> Yes, that's why. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That's yeah. an awesome story. What is dance to you? Dance is a way of life for me. So the way I see it, it's not my hobby, passion or interest. It's actually how I live mm. day to day. By that I mean that there is no reason that I find to dance. It just happens when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. and it has to be something which is embedded in me i hear a song and i start dancing i could be on the mtr i could be on the bus but in that moment i have to dance because i just love it you know <laughs> so that's kind of how i do it i'm crossing the bars in uh, at hollywood road and there's this uh, this bar called runway which plays bollywood music okay and yeah. um yeah we just crossing hopping over to somewhere else and i'll stop and dance there because they, there's a bollywood song playing yeah <laughs> so they draw a crowd <laughs> oh oh yeah <laughs> i would join in i really join in if i saw that <laughs> i would make everyone dance. <laughs> and yeah. it sounds like you have in the past right yes you were telling me how many exactly how many weddings have you choreographed because I, I've learned about Indian weddings, right? My partner is Indian, and so I've I've never been to an Indian wedding, but I've heard the spectacle, the amount of dancing that goes on. Yeah, dance is an inherent part of uh, Indian weddings from the part where I come from in India. Mm. Uh, there is a one-hour dance program actually <laughs> usually wow. yeah. in these weddings. So one day is dedicated for that. That's so I've choreographed my friends. this dance program for at least 15 friends wow. so far yeah and that includes a lot like uh, preparing choreographing the dance myself mm-hmm. editing the music teaching it to various people not only my friends their friends family yeah. everyone and then just uh, making sure that they put on a good show and i didn't do it as a profession i did it because i loved to dance yeah and my friends have always been amazing like um they've appreciated what i've done and how i dance so yeah mm. it's yeah. been a part of family friends and just bringing everyone together through dance yeah and you also said it spread to sort of colleagues and people that you've worked with in different areas yes so <laughs> from school to college to my first job to mba to my jobs in hong kong every workplace people have danced with me and i have taught them a mm. choreography for something or the other so it could be a diwali celebration it could be a 
company dance event it could be uh, anything um, it could be a party that i'm having with my colleagues at their place and suddenly someone will go like hey can you teach me bollywood yeah. <laughs> and then there's a there's a session happening right there it's so <laughs> great like such a nice thing to be able to just bring together people and say right okay this is what we're going to do yeah <laughs> and you know hong kong apartment sizes right and then dancing yeah. bollywood in those apartments as I well <laughs> my apartment can you imagine <laughs> at this moment in time i think my apartment you could touch wall to wall if you stretch your arms out so yeah the car i mean you could choreograph for one but you have to be careful <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we were also talking about this idea of calling yourself a choreographer. Mm-hmm. Can you remember, I mean, have you always called yourself a dancer or called yourself a choreographer? Actually, not always. It's been a journey mm-hmm. of exploring myself and exploring what dance means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was young and when I was learning dance um and also performing at inter school level there was a point where my teacher told me that i didn't score well enough in my exams because i would and that was a not a not an annual exam it was something class test kind of yeah and then complained to my parents that i was because i was participating in inter school dance competitions i didn't score well enough oh no and then it was like okay why don't you figure your studies out and then we can come to that yeah um my parents have always been supportive mm-hmm. uh, about dancing but i think for myself i had to make sure i get the education and i i get my profession right yeah. and dance for me even today is not about being my profession so yeah. it had to be this balance that i had to find i had to go back into it so when i joined my college there was a full fledged dance society yeah. of more than 20 um girls um competing yeah. at a college level with more than 20 colleges basically wow yeah yeah and it was very competitive to even get in it was a big deal <laughs> there were three rounds of audition to get yeah. into the society and honestly at that time i didn't think that i was that good a dancer to make it yeah but when i did do cross all those rounds and got in that was one of the happiest moments of my life wow yeah and yeah. those 3 years dancing in that competitive environment i learned so so much and i trained as well professionally during that period yeah. with ashley lobo for street uh, street jazz and yeah that was that was professional training dancing and learning from other established dancers as well yeah. and then going in to perform on stage and winning competitions mm-hmm. that was this whole piece um that I enjoyed so much yeah yeah, yeah that's um, a massive confidence booster you said that you have been through times where you've not felt so confident about your abilities but then you know that's been overturned you know is this something that's just happened once or is that something that's happened more than once throughout your dancing career that be more than once probably so it would be at the school level at the college level but mm. after i got into the society there was this uh, because it's a prestigious dance society to get into yeah um, there was this feeling that okay now i'm at least part of this uh, tribe of course my ability uh, can be matched <laughs> to some yeah. extent but i didn't think about it as a profession like you said choreographer i didn't call myself a choreographer even then because yeah. i was still learning phase right it's when i started contributing back and when i started teaching my fitness classes yeah. in delhi thanks to my friend nishna i was teaching fitness uh, classes with her mom's uh, 
fitness studio oh, and okay. I would teach yeah. every Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great, great feeling and that was amazing to like, it's 7am on Saturday mornings but for dance I would do that yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right? Mm-hmm. and then it was more about <clears throat> teaching and dancing with my colleagues and then when I moved to when I went to Myanmar I taught Bollywood dance there at the gym as well oh, okay yeah. yeah in classes and that's crazy like you, you go to a new country and you're teaching Bollywood there it's, yeah uh, it was really really amazing and finally I think it was not about other people and their validation of course like it's great that people just dance around me you know if I start dancing (laughs) they want to join me and I can feel that vibe I can really feel that vibe oh that's good and I'm I'm all good with like teaching steps and everything I'm like yes join me so I have like when I'm dancing I have this welcoming thing but also when I'm dancing for myself that's when I realized that oh this is how I gain my confidence and this is how I find myself mm-hmm. when I dance for me when I book that studio and I take two hours and I just dance for myself and I make my own choreography to a song that I've been tripping to yeah that's yeah. where it hits me that this is me and this is where I find me and that that's when I would say that I would in quotes get confident about my dancing yeah, yeah that moment where you feel like you are achieving part yeah. of your purpose in life <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about Bollywood and Bollywood dancing and what makes it distinct from other forms Bollywood is vibrancy color and pizzazz I love I've, that word pizzazz <laughs> makes me think of jazz hands <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I'm trained in jazz so I always think about jazz in every way um, <laughs> But yeah, it's we grow up on Bollywood. I mean, in India, mm. um, and you have all this. This it's a part of every celebration. Yeah, Bollywood dancing, Bollywood music, every sort of celebration, wedding, festivals, or anything that we do, some way or the other, uh, this is a part of it. Yeah, and when we meet, we dance together because we feel something, a vibe together on it, mm. and it's it's really like. There's no technique to it, yeah. but then there's still a, a style to it. A lot of hip rolls, I guess. A lot of mat- <laughs> matkas and these, like with the waist, like moving oh, your waist okay. a lot. Your, yeah, okay. Moving your chest like a lot, <laughs> like yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it's kind of fascinating. I think when I was in India, it's so common that I would never think that it's something fascinating yeah and I moved yeah. to Hong Kong and it's like oh Bollywood dancing yeah, yeah. that is something that okay so nobody here really does this and, yeah yeah so starting from my MBA classmates who were yeah. from 16 nationalities they were so intrigued by this that yeah they attended a friend's wedding they I taught them the dance along with a very good friend of mine um, who was also a crazy Bollywood dancer like me <laughs> and then we we taught um, them them for Diwali dance as well. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they just loved it. It's just like, it's pretty easy to follow, I think. Mm, yeah. And I think I can teach it well. So okay. <laughs> it's a combination of that. <laughs> I'm going to put that to the test in a minute. And I'm going to do something which um, probably, I don't know, it's definitely probably <laughs> been done on audio before. But I'm going to get you to teach me a dance move. And... Um, Attempt to narrate what is happening. (laughs) Okay, let's take your right hand. Okay, my right hand, yeah. And keep it next to your head. Yeah, I can do that. You can 
make a like imagine you're changing a light bulb. Okay. And just do that. <laughs> That's quite a common move. I like that. Yeah. Can I do and, that with uh, the other hand as well? As well. <laughs> okay. And yeah. can you like shake your body? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Getting into it. Yes. <laughs> I think we painted quite a good picture with that. <laughs> you look awesome. Yes. As long as you have that smile on your face, okay. it all works. Yeah. <laughs> you can teach anybody. Yeah. Even a British person who's all stiff and hot, really. <laughs> You did really well. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, so, um, you know, there's one other thing that stuck with me that you, you, we were talking about earlier, and it's, um, you know, you said this moment, it was this other moment of joy when um, it was to do with your YouTube channel and one of uh, an important kind of dance company or uh, shared your work. Could you tell, tell us a bit more about that? Because that was really interesting. <laughs> yes. So I was um, toying with this idea about my YouTube channel yeah. for two years. Mm-hmm. And I had looked at various uh, blog posts about how to launch a YouTube channel. And yeah. <clears throat> they suggested things like get the best camera, have your content strategy ready for the next six months. And la, la, la. And I had like, all these notes. Like I made notes. This one yeah. I need to get done. And then every time I would think about it, I would feel like it's a mountain of work that I need to start this. Sure. You know, it was always like that. But then in the back of um, all of this, I was started preparing. So I was toying with name ideas. I was toying with the content, with what kind yeah. of videos I wanted to do. Mm. What Should it be only Bollywood or a mix? So actually now I do a mix of uh, a, dance a, a styles. Dance yeah. 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 But then back then uh, I hadn't really decided what I wanted to do. And I saw a friend of mine who's also my uh, alumni from the HKU MBA program. Okay. Hanisha. And she... Hi, Hanisha. (laughs) She started this. She put up a video on a Bollywood song. And my first reaction was on YouTube. And I was like, ah, are you starting a channel? Because I'm thinking of the same. Yeah. And then my first thing was, do you want to do a collaboration? That was my first thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, there is someone else in Hong Kong who wants to do a Bollywood YouTube I definitely want to get on board with that yeah sure and yeah and then she was all down for it so we got together and by this time neither of us had a channel to mm. say yeah. uh, we just got together we took a 90s song from the Bollywood it's called Sexy 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 oh I saw that one oh, I saw that. yeah yeah you should check that one out definitely. <laughs> and we got these shiny tops and we shot it to just the two of us with no help we mm-hmm. did it ourselves like yeah. we choreographed it we shot it oh that's impressive Instagram pair <laughs> <laughs> and then posted it you look very street as well <laughs> that probably sounds pathetic me saying that it's like an old street? person trying to sound cool <laughs> yeah, yay with it street sure <laughs> down the silver street yeah sure <laughs> Yeah, and um, we posted it on this aggregator called Bolly Shake on Instagram. Bolly Shake. Yes. They have more than 800,000 followers. Um, wow. And they shared our video. That was the first video that was shared by Bolly Shake. After that, they have shared two more of my videos. But Yeah. That was the first one. And yeah. 
and when I saw it, and it had more, it crossed more than a million views. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah, insane. And yeah. Anisha and I were like so excited about that. Mm. And then she went on to launch her own channel, her own company, actually, dance company. Yeah. And then I also thought that it's good timing now to launch my own channel and as well. Did. And I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So if anybody wants to learn Bollywood or jazz or any other style. Uh, where can they get in touch with you and, and where can we see your work? Yes, for sure. <laughs> you can see my work on YouTube. It's called Kairos by Kritika. That's the name of the channel. Um, K-A-I-R-O-S space by space K-R-I-T-I-K. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also write to me on email if you prefer, kairosbykritika at gmail.com. Okay. I also have an Instagram, but that's by my name, Kritika Kumar. Uh, yeah, I want to post there. Great. And yes. obviously, we're going to share links to your work on the Heart in Art Facebook page. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on this show, Kritika. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Thank you so much.